on this episode of Optimal Health Uncovered. They just dig into the study. So that's the paradox. You know, we think we're actually getting exercise well at work, but and that exercise is good for you. But this study is saying it might not be as good as we think. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Health Uncovered. Todd, how you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing, Mike? Doing well, doing well. So we are here and going to take a little bit of a different approach. Next couple of podcasts, a um, little shorter snippets, not as long as we historically do. Just kind of diving into some of the articles, uh, usually that are in you know common media, Wall Street Journal, et cetera, but then going to the original source uh, and trying to just kind of dive into the articles and see how they relate to optimal health and topics that are kind of relevant to our listeners here. So we have one here today from the European Society of Cardiology. So it talks about uh, something called the physical activity uh, paradox. So what is the physical activity paradox, Todd? What is a physical activity paradox? So physical activity paradox, uh, as defined by the, the article, is, you know, we think of being, you know, some jobs that are very physically active as being exercise. Um, and then we sometimes we compare that to just leisure act activities like walking uh, and assume that it's going to be the same effect on your body. But in the article, they kind of break it down and they say, individuals that are doing manual labor type activities eight hours a day, instead of that being beneficial to the health and well-being of the individual, because it's the type of exercise is actually ending up causing them more harm uh, from a cardiovascular and other caused mortality in the study that they looked at versus just activity, uh, jobs that are more sedentary and people who take more time out for leisure activities, leisure time activities, where they're just going for a walk or a light jog or uh, a simple cycling thing at home. So uh, the study kind of breaks down and it looks at 104,000 people age 20 to, to 100 uh, in Copenhagen. So they just dig into the study. So that's the paradox. You know, we think we're actually getting exercise well at work, but and that exercise is good for you. But this study is saying it might not be as good as we think. Yeah. So it's just some specifics about the study. It is kind of what we call prospective data. So they tracked individuals for 11 years from the years of 2013 all the way through 2014. It was a subset of people that was kind of like all comers. So from the ages of 20 to 100, both males and females, just a general population study. So the reason you take a wide, uh, what we call a heterogeneic um, group of people is you can extrapolate that data to the masses, right? The only negative with the sample size that they use prob or the group that they use really was that we're not all from Copenhagen. We're not all Danish individuals. So worldwide, could you take this data? Probably. Um, but I think just going into the specifics of the article, I always look at that. One of the outcomes they looked at, you know, the, what we call the, the variable they looked at, it's just major adverse cardiovascular events and also all cause mortality. So in the 11 years, they looked at the amount of individuals that were hospitalized due to, you know, MI or um, heart attack, had major blood pressure issues, things of that nature, and then also people that just died of any cause. Um, and as Todd, as you said, the paradox is that they found was the more physically active you are, the more physically demanding your job is, typically the worst health outcomes you are. So that at least surprised me a little bit as someone who functions as, as like you in a pretty physically active job. We're lucky enough to be on our feet all day. Um, what were some of the things that did that, well, one, did that surprise you? And then what kind of gems did you kind of glean from that? What could we take away from that? Yeah, this has been something that's always 
you know, been in the back of my mind growing up in Buffalo and having a lot of friends and their fathers who were in the construction business. I always looked at that, those individuals and they were always healthy and strong. But now that I look back and I think about it, they really didn't have long lifespans. They died in their early seventies. Um, so it, it kind of plays into this article of, yes, they're physically active, whether they're working on a farm, whether they're doing manual labor, you know, eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, and you think they, they look strong, but their body's taking a lot of stress. And to the point of this article is, you know, if we exercise and normal people who are sedentary, they exercise and they put an hour in five times a week, you know, that should be enough to, you know, meet the exercise requirements. And we look at these individuals and we say, oh, they're exercising 40 hours a week. The problem is they're not giving their body enough recovery time. That's eight hours straight or four hours straight, lunchtime, four hours straight. And that's a lot of stress to the body. So they're not building in the recovery time that we would normally build into an exercise routine. So that's where the stress loads on the body tend to build up over time. And, you know, resulting in these cardiovascular response, the stress on the heart or other structures of the body. So essentially, it's, we've talked about the concept on the podcast of overtraining. So their work is kind of requiring them to overtrain, under-recover on a regular basis. Uh, and then on the other end is just the mental aspect of it. So it's not necessarily, when you're doing something from a leisurely standpoint, the positive hormonal release, the endorphin release, some of that comes just from the fact that you're doing something that you enjoy. Maybe you're outside with nature, you're taking a walk, but if you're doing it as part of your job, kind of, I think some of that mental health aspect goes away, and that has been directly linked to cardiovascular you know, events in and of themselves. So that's something that I took from it, that you know, activity is great, but activity that is kind of intentional, purposeful, and leisurely and enjoyable is much better than something that you're doing kind of to earn a paycheck. Um, but I think it's important to note that sedentary individuals who were very active on, the, uh, on their own accord, kind of under leisurely standpoint, those actually had the best out health outcomes. So it kind of flies a fa in the face a little bit of some of what we say, okay, so if you have a standing or a sedentary job, you know, standing, walking around, moving is the most important thing. That's what we say time and again. So uh, help you kind of navigate through that. Cause I would still recommend getting up, moving around and having more of an active uh, lifestyle, but I don't want to go against the evidence. So how would you look if you're, if I'm the listener, how would you rationalize that for me? The article is saying that, you know, they're, they're sedentary most of the day. Were they saying that they were exercising as well leisurely though? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So any amount, if we look at the, the guidelines that are out there where you're going 20 to 30 minutes, five days a week of light to moderate exercise uh, that are put out there, that's that leisurely walk and stuff that they're talking about. So even though someone's sedentary, they're probably meeting the minimal requirements of that 150 minutes a week in doing that. And as you look at that from the longevity play, it's probably just enough to see the health benefits, uh, but it's not pushing too much. I think the, the problem we fall into with the sedentary aspect of jobs are holding one position too long. We see this all the time in the office. Okay. I've got neck pain. I've got back pain because I sit all day in the same position. My computer's not ergonomically correct. Those types of health issues that we see that come from the sedentary position or the snacker who just has the food sitting next to them all day and they're eating and it's not good choice food while they're eating all day and they're not getting that movement you know, in this study, it's saying, okay, but if they do go out and do these leisurely, they're getting enough exercise, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think the thing that I struggled with is those individuals that had really active work styles and then had really active lifestyles and leisurely activities, they actually did worse based on, 
as compared to individuals that had sedentary work and active lifestyle. So they both did the same activity on their, their leisure activities. They both were active with individuals that worked more of a rigorous schedule and from a manual labor standpoint had worse health outcomes. So I think that, again, pointing to recovery, et cetera. Um, but if I'm one of those individuals where I'm a construction worker and I want to you know, go out and enjoy and, and be active, if I'm reading this article, I'd be a little scared. Yeah, uh, great point. You know, I think we've talked more over the last two, three years just about the importance of recovery. We've always known that with the athletic population and the training and how we treat those athletes. But the everyday individual, the, the, you know, we've talked about this on some of our podcasts, you know, are you sleeping enough? Are you over-exercising and over-training? And what kind of things are you doing to treat your body well, whether it's recovery, whether it's the, the food you put in your mouth, you know, things like that. We're seeing more and more of this in the press. This is just another article that's coming out and kind of points in that direction. I think we're going to see more of that um, as time goes on. We're going to see more of these articles come out like this, probably in a little bit more detail. Yeah, I think ultimately if it all comes back to just looking at how your body's functioning at any given time. So whether it be a wearable, whether it be just taking note of how you're feeling at any given day, the people that are physically active during the the work week and they have the, the benefit of that, they should be kind of recovering, maybe getting good sleep, not working out and then going out maybe one, two days a week and doing some leisurely activity. So I wouldn't take it and say, I shouldn't do anything. I should just be sedentary on the weekends because that wasn't part of what this what this looked at or studied. But I think you know having a healthy lifestyle because being physically active at work doesn't imply a, a healthy lifestyle. They control for some factors like smoking and drinking. They can't control for everything. I don't think they did a deep dive into what nutrition looks like. If you're working kind of all day long, twelve hours, are you taking adequate time to, to make healthy food choices? stop what you're doing or you're just kind of grunting through it and eating whatever comes at you. So I just know from doing it, you know, before I was in my professional career, like working in a warehouse for years and years in college, great work ethic, great lifting, but like you make a lot of unhealthy choices because of it. Cause you feel like, ah, I just burned 500 calories. So I might as well get this big hero and kind of eat that. So I think there's some intangibles that probably weren't, they weren't able to study. It's good data. Um, but I think that would be kind of my take home is, is just have health throughout the whole thing, whether it be at work or at home and just finding the balance by listening and kind of tuning into what your body's telling you on any given day. I think one thing I'll add as we wrap this up is, you know, they, they talk about, you know, those jobs that are four to eight hours straight through and making recommendations of maybe we need to build in breaks, you know, whether it's a, a leisure break or just a recovery break into their day and, this would be an interesting study to look at it. Are they, if you work two hours, took a break every two hours or one hour, took a five minute break, what would the response be on those individuals? Yeah. That's kind of. And then what do you do with that break? Is it the, the typical, you know, I have lots of, and this is coming from a place of love because a lot of my family are, are in different unions, et cetera. Is it a five minute smoke break or is it a five minute meditation break? Right. Correct. So if they take out the smoke break for the meditation break, I think you'd have a different, you know, health yeah. outcome for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, this is a 10 year study. So, you know, hopefully someone thought of this 10 years ago and is already looking at this and we'll see some data, but it would be interesting to see if they built off of this and subcategorized a little bit this, uh, of this article. Yeah, I could, I mean, I think it was ultimately a good article, well-designed, a high quality of evidence. I think take home is, you know, activity needs to be balanced just like everything else we talked about. Healthy lifestyle choices will imply, you know, that you are making the right choices, both in health and leisure and not pushing the envelope on either. So it's not that different from a lot of else. Uh, what else we've said or, or read on the podcast, but just something that I think kind of is out there and I wanted to talk about it. So appreciate your thoughts on it. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, again, as always, come back for another episode. And if you like us, make sure you drop us a, uh, a positive review.